0: The following podcast reflects the views and opinions of the hosts and guests only. They do not reflect the views or opinions of any agency or specific members of an association. At times, colorful language may be used and may be unsuitable for people under the age of 18. Discretion is advised. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I'm Steve Grammis, president of the LVPPA. It stands for Las Vegas Police Protective Association. Uh, with me, as always, well, not as always. The last time it was my, my brother, but this time it is Dan Coyne. Uh, I'm now the treasurer of the LVPPA. Yeah, he's been promoted. My brother, uh, who will be out the door at the end of the year. He's a. He's a quitter. Yeah, he's definitely a quitter. He's quitting on the profession. He's quitting on the union. He's quitting on us. He's quitting on his uh, little brother. He's just an all-around quitter. Um, But uh, Dan's stepping in as our treasurer and our money guy, which is great because Dan is very conservative and likes to see us make a lot of money. So uh, welcome back. This is episode number eight, as we've been instructed. I want to say the increase in viewership has been amazing since our last. I think we're at over $3.1 Uh, is that correct from our, our folks in the back? Yeah. Okay. Jeez. So 3.1 million and climbing. We have the ticker here in the, uh, in the office so you could see it, but uh, it just continues to roll. Uh, super happy with the people that have tuned into us. Well, and with the increase in membership, we've gotten a few new sponsors out of that. Yes. Yes. Uh, one that's uh, near and dear to my heart and probably a lot of our viewers is uh, Kirkland Signature Crystal Clear Cutlery. When you're having a barbecue, and you need some cutlery, Kirkland Crystal Clear Cutlery will do the job. And uh,
1: always Bud Light. This Bud's for you. More of a bush Light guy, but they're a little bit more selective.
0: Yeah, and they refuse to sponsor us. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll step out in front and, and thank the folks at Bud Light, really thank the folks at uh, Kirkland Signature, some of the best cutlery. Uh, I, myself, in my home, I actually wash it and use it again, just like paper plates. It's cheaper. Yeah, it's a lot better that way. Uh, okay, so uh, we're, we got some uh, stuff to cover in uh, today's session or uh, today's show. Uh, we'll give a little overview, uh, update on the uh, the Nevada legislative session, our own contract update, which Dan was instrumental in with Scott Nicholas uh, getting done. We got some videos, and uh, we're going to respond to one of our people from Dakota? South Dakota. South Dakota, Mr. Yep. Uh, John Davenport. Mm-hmm has a question and we're going to get to that and uh, uh, we appreciate you tuning in Mr. Davenport and we'll answer your question as best as we can. So we'll open up with the uh, session. So the this legislative session was not like uh, the other ones. COVID impacted it. Uh, It really wasn't open until probably the last month of May. Uh, In the last month of May there was a lot of things trying to be rushed in. Myself, uh, Scott and uh, John Abel were up there. Chad came up there a little bit. Uh, even had one night where our apartment totally flooded in the middle of the night at 5 a.m. Uh, but we stayed strong. We stayed up there. We stayed fighting. And uh, in the end, coming out of the session, as compared to how some of these bills started, uh, we we fared okay. Uh, it wasn't great. There were still some attacks on our police profession uh, and some changes that are going to come to our cops in the future. I think one of them is... Um, the documentation of, of race and things like that for car stops, for our traffic officers, that's going to begin probably January of 2022. And for our regular patrol officers that don't have the electronic tickets, it'll start January of 2024. That uh, gives the department's time to create a new paper citation so that they can put the information on there that's wanted by the politicians and the, and the folks that know how to do police work the best the civilians that were elected uh, and, and saying. And that's just going to be a box they check then. I think so, yeah. Okay. It, it's, it was about making it as easy as possible. For those that were here during the AB 500 days, we used to have the separate Scantron. You had to fill the whole Scantron out, bubble in the boxes, turn them in at the end of the night. And the truth is is that it actually shrunk proactive work because cops were like, listen, I'm not going to keep doing these forms. It's a waste of time. If I'm going to write a ticket, I'll write a ticket. If I don't, I want to cut someone loose and go to the next – next call, next stop. And so guys just stopped doing them. And I'm sure there was a reduction in proactive work as far as uh, car stops went. So uh, David also puts out a lot of information. Our officers have commented through briefings, through texts, through emails to us about how helpful David's videos are. Uh, So if you go to davidroger.us, he always has all of his videos posted on there. And as usual, we will send them out to our folks. If you're not in the state of Nevada, And you want some updates from one of the best attorneys in the country, I believe. Uh, For those that don't know, David was a three-term elected district attorney for uh, Clark County. And during his third term, he came and worked for us. Uh, If you want to check out his website as well, check it out. It's got a lot of good information on it. Uh, Contract update. Dan, I'll let you take that because that was right in your wheelhouse. So, yeah, we...
1: uh we TA'd the contract on, uh, I believe, July uh, 26th. It's going to uh, fiscal affairs to get signed off on. And then we can see retro pay from July 1 on it, um, starting the first paycheck of August. The uh, particularities of the contract are this year we're going to have a 3% COLA, um, like I said, effective July 1, and a $750 bonus. Um, that we uh, negotiated kind of uh, as a thank you to our guys for, for dealing one with COVID, the riots, um, you know, pretty much stepping up to the plate, uh, working harder last year while a lot of uh, other people stayed at home and didn't have to. Um, so we got that on because of that. However, they went and extended the same thing to everybody else on the department, that same $750. I guess they deserved it as well. Um, So going on in the future, um, the contracts will be tied to CPI. It stands for Consumer Price Index. And pretty much what the Consumer Price Index is, is the Bureau of Labor Statistics um, pretty much gets, it's kind of like a basket of goods. Anything you you spend money on um, to live is going to be pretty much calculated in the CPI. So housing transportation energy groceries um, transportation cars things like that
0: purchasing Bud Light purchasing actually Kirkland's uh, crystal clear cutlery
1: tobacco and alcohol I believe uh, count for 7% of the CPI so they take all those goods and monthly they go in and see how much it's up from the prior month Um, we will file under a class B and C sized Western City uh, because we're under 2.5 million people, we're at like 2.3, I believe, right now. So if you want to track it monthly, which I do, is you go onto the Bureau of Labor Statistics um, gov and go to the Western uh, BC size cities. I believe we're at 3.06 percent for the year right now, and that's from January to May. So from the future going forth, it'll be it'll be tied to that CPI. With the lowest, pretty much the the, the floor we have is a two percent. So we'll never get less than a two percent for those years. You know what? 2012, 11, 10. Um, we were getting way below two percent. We had a few zero years. So now we'll we'll at least have that two percent to fall back on, and the the ceiling will be three percent. So the most we'll ever get is a three percent. So right now, as long as the next uh, seven months of the year uh, report at at least a 3% and keeps that average there. We'll get another 3% uh, next year. Um, unless in the future ourselves or the department negotiates um, their way out of that, that agreement, we can expect to see a a two and a, between a 2 and a 3%. With the 3% COLA and the 0.75% reduction for the PERS increase, which um, is – Paid for half by us, which is 0.75 percent, and half by the department 0.75 percent. We will be at ninety-four thousand two hundred and change for a topped-out regular officer at step ten.
0: Nice, and uh, so some of the people during the contract after we sent it out for a vote. Well, hey, County Fire got four point five percent and fifteen hundred dollars uh, sign or bonus money and. Uh, you just look at those numbers at face value and you go, wow, why didn't we get what they got? Uh, maybe explain to our folks well, the difference between where we're actually at and where others are actually at. So County <laughs> Fire did not get a 4.5%
1: raise this year. They got a 2.5% raise last year, which is what we got. Um, however, last year they were at a zero. They kind of froze and uh, they waited to come out of uh, COVID, see how the city was, and they were paid back for that 2.5% without back pay. So we got that whole year of 2.5%. So it's actually written in their contract that last year they got a 25 and then this year they got a 2 with a $1,500 bonus. The county offered us the same deal that FIRE did, uh, but in the end they, they thought that our job was more important, more dangerous, um, and gave us a 3% COLA with the $750 bonus. They did extend that $1,500 bonus with a 2% cola to us, but we we thought we uh, our people would like the 3% cola more.
0: And then uh, they also gave up vacation days, right? So I guess they gave up six
1: holidays is uh, is what Scott, Scott was saying. And uh, Scott knows a little bit more because he called over to their union on it.
0: Yeah, and I think it was some. I think it was actually reported in the newspaper. Uh, SEIU, you know, their new contract and all the county workers, was that yeah they gave up I thought six paid holidays and only got one back, okay. uh, plus the fifteen. I, I believe that's what it was. But uh, again, so when you hear people talk about oh this person got that, you know, it's all relative. Uh, a couple of years back, San Diego got a twenty percent pay raise, and people were like hey why don't you guys get that. Well, look where they were at. Look where their numbers were at. Look what their cost of living was at. Look how much they were making. Look how many employees they had. A lot of stuff factors into it. Uh, guy from my academy, uh, not using any names. He's a non-member, so it is what it is. But uh, he's he's running his mouth saying, "Well, Walmart employees got a fifteen hundred dollar bonus. We only got seven fifty. Go work at Walmart and get a fifteen hundred dollar bonus and, and take right. your minimum wage and have a good time with it. Fifteen hundred bucks is important to you, or go work one shift at." The jail and probably make as much as they make in a month. So uh, yeah, that good update on that. Want everybody to know that. And again, our folks that are uh, partners with us across the country that are in the unions, you got to reach out to us about, you know, some of the dynamics of where we were at, where we got to, why we got there. Uh, just reach out to us at podcast at uh, or us directly if you have our direct numbers or direct lines.
1: If, if you look at um, if we had this uh, floor of two percent and ceiling of three percent over the last ten years, and and compare it to what we actually got in colas over the last ten years, it uh, vastly outperforms what what we had, so we're hoping that it's going to be the same thing the next ten years. It performs well. Um, I'm th- I'm thinking we're worst case scenario guaranteed, um, and I'm saying worst case because I'm counting this three percent we've we've gotten uh, and then. So far, as no, uh, this year's numbers for the CPI, we're going to get a minimum of 22% in merit increases over the next two, uh, 10 years, and that's a lot higher than what we've
0: actually had in the last 10 years. Well, I won't be here for 10 more years. I will hopefully be here for 5, well, you but I definitely won't be here for be 10. a quitter like your brother. I will be a quitter. <laughs> at some point, I'm going to quit. Uh, retirement is quitting, and so, yes, I will quit at some point. All right. Uh, so the next thing we got is video of a teacher. So... My wife, actually, uh, uh, shout out to the Floppa. We call her the Floppa, the First Lady of the P.P.A. Uh, is also a dispatcher for L.V.M.P.D. Um, and she sent me the, or she showed me this video. It's kind of shocking about a teacher. Now, this is this is someone supposed to be uh, objective on the material and and listen to students' thoughts and uh, not really degrade students or treat kids differently because of their thought process and. So she showed me this video of an interaction over a Zoom meeting with uh, a teacher, her student, and, and there's someone else in this video that I assume is is has the same standpoint as the teacher. But it basically boils down to the young man in the video, and and if he ever hears this or sees this and would love to be on our show and talk to us about his support for law enforcement, uh, he, he expresses that he believes police officers are heroes. And the teacher takes uh, offense to that. And starts to kind of degrade and attack the kids. So we'll, we'll let the, it's not very long, it's like two minutes. We'll let it play out. And then uh, you kind of see where the folks that are supposed to be molding our young minds, where their heads at as it relates to law enforcement.
2: Good afternoon, you two. We talked to that student this morning in an interview. He told us that he was shocked by what happened in class. The teacher won't Um, be teaching that class anymore, but he is back in it today.
1: And sit there and and grade it objectively. Who we call when
2: we're in trouble, and someone has a knife or a gun? I wouldn't call the police. Why wouldn't you call the police? I don't trust them." A Cypress College adjunct professor is now on leave after a Zoom video of an exchange with student Brayden Ellis, who calls police heroes went viral.
1: I think cops are heroes and they have to have a difficult job, but we have to have that All fine of them? life.
0: Oh, I'm not, I mean, I'd say uh, a good majority of them.
2: Ellis gave a presentation on cancel culture and police in his verbal communication class. In a discussion afterward, the professor interrupted him multiple times, not agreeing with his support of law enforcement.
0: I have bad
1: people in every business and every part.
2: yeah, well, a wait, lot well, wait, of police wait. officers have committed an atrocious crimes and have gotten away with it and have never been convicted of any of it. Ellis says he felt attacked.
1: I was shocked. Um I didn't really expect an answer like that. Uh, I was assuming that she would a lot. just play a the lot. Exact she says. Advocate, and uh, but she put her bias in there and she gave me what she thought of the police and. It was a little bit sad, to be honest with you.
2: And that he worries conservative students can't express themselves properly in college.
1: I want to say to people I mean, that are listening to Kate, she's so confrontational. Like that, you know, we need to have unity back in our country. She's interrupting almost everything. Civil has debates to say. again, left, right, and center.
2: The school has released a statement, part of it reading Cyprus College takes.
1: And that's something um, through my coursework in college. And I don't know if you've experienced the same thing. A what? lot of these colleges are. are the professors and the coursework is kind of anti-police.
0: Which courses uh, right now are you talking about?
1: Uh, there's there's too many to to mention. Is there? I, I know,
0: <laughs> I know my courses right now are statistics, sociology, and criminal justice. Which ones are you? Uh, looking into a, as yeah. the as the the tip of the spear on our free college, which is going oh, amazingly.
1: I'm, I'm currently enrolled big, in, <laughs> in multiple classes for the summer session. I just haven't logged on big, yet, and it's been a month. big
0: shout out to Eastern <laughs> Gateway uh, Educators and the Central State yeah. uh, Marauders. I uh, appreciate you guys. Ed, Ed the Gator. Uh, I know a lot of our officers have taken advantage of uh, the programs you guys offer to us for free, and thank you to Washington National. For doing that, but just a little side joke with well, Dan and I. That since
1: BG quit, <laughs> I got I got too much time on that. that is true. the bills. Ta- you know? Taking
0: over the bills is is a lot, and and that's not a joke. That literally is a two to three hour a day straight uh, dealing with our bills. But so going back to this, uh, you're right. Uh, there are some classes that you you the online is is interesting because you know they on pose the line. on the line uh, exchange a gram. Uh, they pose the question. And it's hardly ever like supportive of law, law enforcement, enforcement or whatever. It's, it's typically how, are they, how have they changed over the years? How can they be better? Um, what impacts if, if negatively have they had on your life instead of. Po- I actually wrote a, a paper that it was their intent was to get our position against law enforcement. And I said, you know what, respectively, I'm going to write it the other way and talk about why they should be uh, revered and, and thanked. Uh, like this young man did, and uh,
1: yeah, our thinking will will not be skewed. No,
0: no, and and so to to this young man that is probably between the age of eighteen and and twenty two, he's at a, at a college. Uh, I like how he stood his ground, though. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, he's calm. You see her; her eyes get big, her eyebrows lift. She's getting very animated with her her motions and that. And this kid's just saying, "Listen, I, I whatever you think of police." When one October happened here, our cops were running. Well, not all of them. There were a couple hiding in a in a suite below the shooter's level that are non-members. One in, the, one in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, remember. yeah, getting drinks. But most of them uh, <laughs> went to the call and said, "Listen, we're going to put our life on the line." Um, when those things happen, it's always the cop going in and others running the other way, and that's okay. That's what's supposed to happen. But you you shouldn't take the position that you want to badmouth those people in uh, the profession and where she said a lot of police officers have committed crimes that were uh, flat-out fabrication of the true facts and true numbers um are, are there bad people in our profession of course there are are there bad people in uh, teaching yeah you saw them uh, are there airline pilots that are drunks and fly planes drunk sure you know doesn't mean every pilot's a piece of crap um so to the teachers we don't think you're all bad just because that lady's a flat-out idiot uh, but again, to the kid, if you ever hear this or uh, we have some tentacles that reach to where you're at, if you ever want to come to our show and, and talk about it, we are the number one rated uh, podcast with now over, we just cracked 4 million, with over 4 million followers. Um, you know, we are
1: also the no, the only non-NASCAR related podcast to be sponsored by Bud Light.
0: Correct, correct, correct. And, and we use the term sponsored loosely, but we do use it. Uh, so, uh, good good video, good find. Thank you, honey, for uh, getting that to me, and uh, we're going to move on. Uh, what do we got here? California AG police shootings. So, I, I whenever Adela gives us these uh, podcasts, uh, flowcharts and that, I, I study them for days. I, we went over these five, hold minutes, on. five minutes before. JD, I think we've got some, some like a fridge or something, there's some noise. Sounded like something maybe burst or something like that. But um, so when, when I uh, – the last three nights pondering this topic alone. Uh, this kind
1: of is what we have in Nevada.
0: It, very close. And and here's my with contention. Ag here, Ford. Here's, here's my contention with it is <clears throat> you take a police agency that is not political and have them investigate other police officers. You're going to probably get a fair and impartial – uh, non-driven investigation, no outcome-driven. It's just going to be fair. Now, when you start including politicians and the attorney Gen- general's office is a political position. Aaron Ford, our attorney general, is a Democrat. He's a part of the uh, Democratic attorneys generals of Nevada of the United States. Whatever it is, um, he he has a slant to his party. The Republicans have a slant to their party as well. Um, when you turn it over to a political office. Depending on the way society is asking them to enforce things, uh, you will see them overzealously go after things that they shouldn't to appease their political party as opposed to doing what's right. Um, You look at our sheriff. Our sheriff's a nonpartisan position. It's for a reason. You shouldn't care about Democrat, Republican, Independent. You should care about what's right and wrong. Uh, The AG's office should be that way, in my opinion. It should be a a flat-out nonpartisan position. Uh, but it's not, and so you're going to turn over to a California AG who's probably going to start investigating far more and probably come back with more cases to a grand jury, and they'll say, well, you know, what's the problem with it? Well, the problem is you put an officer through a lot for a not guilty, for an acquittal, because you just wanted to play favor to the political uh, machine that's moving.
1: And it's so out of their wheelhouse. Uh, I'm not speaking about all AGs, but ag Ford. He, uh, he has zero experience um, investigating, um, defending, prosecuting criminal cases at all. And in fact, uh, I believe uh, we have a newspaper article that states that he didn't even know what a larceny was. Yeah. So now you don't even know what a larceny is. You don't have a- any experience investigating any criminal um, cases. Now you're going to investigate police shootings. What makes you qualified?
0: yeah on an election well that that's it you know elections have consequences it's the same as the people in the legislature that pass laws elections have consequences there was a a person at the legislature uh that did not know what the 4th amendment was wow. and we're talking about police interaction and seizing people and the person actually asked another union police representative what is the 4th amendment and that's that that's what you're up against um and to your point, like with, with the AG's office, it's uh, like this one in particular. The The law in California said that you, the AG will investigate uh, unarmed police shootings. Well, why not do them all? Right. Either do them all or don't. Why do we have to be they just subjective? Make a statement. You know? Yeah, yeah. Someone's not armed. It doesn't matter what the officer went through or saw. Uh, all that matters is the person was unarmed. They couldn't have harmed uh, the officer. And, uh, you know, it's... It, it is the uh, it is the direction places are heading. However, you know there's there's elections coming in the future. Midterm elections are coming, and at the end of the day, every citizen is even looking in our state. <clears throat> now I don't know this for sure, but I've had conversations with folks that have said they have reported uh, cases of Dieder fraud, unemployment fraud, like guaranteed cases to the AG's office, and the AG's office has done nothing with it. Now, I don't know that for sure. Uh, That's what they have told me. I haven't seen a... uh, We do know at Metro there is fraud going on with the deed or system because we've, many of us, have been included as victims. I Uh, I got a letter about it. I would think that that's impacted more than just people here in the city of Las Vegas or in Clark County. It's probably across the state because it's a state fund, state program. That's something the AG's office should be doing. I haven't seen a a big briefing on them making multiple arrests for deed or fraud on, on a, a crew, which this person that talked to me said, it's literally a crew of people that are doing the same thing. And they tried to turn over the info, and they said, ah, we're not really looking into that right now. you know. So, okay, then, then what's, what's the attorney general going to do uh, other than, well, we're going to come after cops. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, hopefully in California the recall goes well. You get a governor there that could be supportive of law and order. And that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about just law enforcement, law and order on all sides of the spectrum. Uh, we look at the incident that happened January 6th at the Capitol. There were people that were not abiding by law and order. Hang, hold them accountable. There were people during the protests during the summer that were not acting within law and order. Hold them accountable. Hold them all accountable, every single one. Um, don't be selective on what you're going to do. And, uh, you know, I just saw. Newsom from uh, California is dumping a billion dollars into uh, the state for, uh, he's trying to cover his name and make himself better for his election that's, yep. or his recall election that's coming up. Um, you're no Ron DeSantis uh, Mr. Newsom so good luck, hopefully they throw you out and you get somebody over there that can do a good job Alright, what we got next? Alright um, next topic and uh, there's one we'll just do real quick uh, Adela has it up so this officer was getting interviewed, and during the interview was playing Taylor Swift, right? T Swizzle uh, was was playing her, and uh, can we
2: play that real quick? Let's go back to the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was on
1: the walls,
0: right? Oh, I guess he's just—he you knows just he's being recorded.
1: He's being harassed.
2: What is the difference? What is, what is for the, the difference? Put a back up on the wall. What is the, the difference? difference? I don't, I don't, I don't know why we're—are we having a dance party? Get yes, you. Are you playing pop music to drown out the conversation? No, he doesn't want you recording, so he's playing. Why? So he Why do you have to hide? You record all you want? I just know it can't be posted <laughs> on East Arch <other's> playing. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> this is this is <laughs> the new, is the new <laughs> hotness right here, is that the recording <laughs> is the freaking guy's popular screen. That's cute. I don't understand if it's, any it's any completely legal. legal. Why would you worry about it being recorded?
0: <laughs> Maybe he just likes T. Spiegel. Taylor Swift is amazing. Who doesn't?
2: Except for uh, was it, uh what's his face? I don't understand if it's completely legal, why would you worry about
0: it being recorded? <laughs> <laughs> stu- Who what's, so, his name? So dumb. what's his name? What's his name? What's the sergeant's name? Do they have it? Uh, let's see. Yeah.
1: What do, do. It's really not a big deal oh, and the Deputy guy gets Shelby? in trouble for it.
0: What is it? Deputy Shelby. Deputy Shelby? Deputy Shelby, we salute you, man. From the LVPPA, funny. what a great move! Uh, that that is that is so genius to say. Yeah, I can play this, and uh, you can't upload it to YouTube. That's so funny. I, I just that that just really tickles me because because everyone yells at us about hey, we're just following the rules. We can stand in your face. We can curse at you. We can flip you off. Call you any name we want to, and. Freedom of speech—you can't do anything but about it.
1: We can't play Taylor Swift. Yeah,
0: well, he he flipped the script on them and said, "Let's have this conversation," but we're gonna listen to some, uh, some T Swizzle. And uh, good for him. Maybe the next one would be that driver's license song. Maybe someone could do that one. Got my driver's license today. That girl's got problems. I never she, heard it. she yeah, you're you're missing out. It's a good. That it's not bad at the end, but it's another. She's trying to be like Taylor. Like she's been dumped. I think my wife even said the girl doesn't even the guy doesn't even know the girl. And she's just like nutso. Really? Yeah, apparently like he doesn't even know who she is. So I mean I can I can understand it. You know, I mean Adela knows how many fan mail I get from ladies and photos and
1: propositions. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean it it's so when you're in the limelight with our four point three eight million four point three nine million viewers now, uh, it's gonna happen, you know, and, and I remember you had the the crew of girls that showed up to your house how they found the address um, you know so it happens you googled uh, me yeah uh but uh but yeah good uh, good on you deputy that's that's pretty funny i dominican too I, yeah dominican airport no doubt about it person come right up to me hey steve uh what's going down that's a nothing uh, <laughs> all right officer reassigned after thin blue line comments um so this one's kind of interesting and and why it's interesting is the hypocrisy of society is why it's interesting, and I'm gonna reveal to you why I feel so. so pull that up because I think she was was she wearing a pin
1: so i I guess it was part of her uniform, yeah, the thin blue line and and she just made comments on what the thin blue line meant to her it was family, love, you know honor, and uh, the school board uh requested that she be reassigned after it and i think it kind of plays into our our first video where you know these teachers and yeah and school officials are letting politics and their own opinions play too much into their careers to me it's about
2: honor it's about pride it's about Kinship. you know I even said love um, I've got children I've got family and I think it, to me when I spoke it was really about all the things that it means not
0: so now look behind her is that their is that their patch yes it was in their and patch. it has a thin blue line on the patch yep. so it's it's their uniform yep. approved by their agency to wear what a group of anti-police people twisted the words of a police officer there's no way. Heck, that makes no never sense it never so so the reason this is funny to me is um, uh, back back when it had to be about four four years ago maybe a little maybe five um, and a, a, a public defender wore a black lives matter pin into a judge's court mm-hmm. and Many of our officers reached out to me and said, "Hey, this this is this isn't right. They shouldn't wear it. Uh, it talks about you know back then the the Black Lives Matter website would talk about this is a political organization and and so they're saying you know hey there's just no place for this in the in the court while you're at work working for the county for something like that it's not a part of a uniform nothing. So I, I fired off as I usually do an email or a letter or whatever to the judge and and some other folks. And so I caught some backlash. How dare you say someone can't wear a pin, someone can't support a group that they uh, believe in, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward, here we go. Someone wearing on their uniform, the thin blue line, and everybody's triggered that, oh, that means, that means this, that means that. The people that talk about what it means, they have no idea what it means. Um, but it's just funny how we go from, hey, this group over here, you can do what you want, and wear what you want, and say what you want, and show what you want. This group over here, nope. you can't do it, you know, and you should be reprimanded or removed from your position because you're doing it. Um, it's it's stupidity at its finest, in my opinion. Everybody but us. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but listen, the, the 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 pendulum always has to come back the other way. Uh, no no pendulum stays on one side of uh, where it's at forever. It has to move back, and I think we're starting to see.
1: I've been hearing that a long time I'm waiting.
0: Yeah, well, I tell you what, this uh paying paying 4 bucks a gallon for gas um you know, people's businesses being shut down. It was I saw something in the news the other day. It said apparently President Biden calls creating new jobs when he shuts down businesses and just brings the people back to work, new jobs. <laughs> that's that's kind of funny, but that's literally what they're doing.
1: Well, so kind of go back into the whole contract thing. Now that we're talking about Biden and I did some research and, and inflation is at the highest, um, when you have a far left administration in power. So that's why we saw the, the cost of goods skyrocket, um, since he's taken office and, you know, be good for raises at least for while, while he's in. Um, so we, as long as he keeps on, jacking jacking the price of things up, we can see uh, our our colas get higher.
0: And that's good for us, but any civilians that don't do this job or work for a police agency or work somewhere where you collectively bargain, you just work at Walmart or you work, you're not getting cost-of-living raises. They're giving you a little bit of money here and there, but when you have to pay $4 a gallon for gas and you can't get to work, remember who you voted for, you know? Uh, Right, wrong, or indifferent, when Donald Trump was in office, gas was at an all-time low. All time low. Uh, I remember. I think we were paying under a dollar a gallon when you had like your rewards points through Albertsons. Yeah. My wife would go to Chevron and she'd be like, "Oh, you got yep. under a dollar to fill our gas tank." And now you're paying. Well, and,
1: and we're one of the highest states for gas as well. I think we're yeah. like the top three states for the price of gas because uh, it's it's taxed at such a high rate due to uh, when they did that roads tax to to improve all the roads and all that. Um, Back in the great state of Ohio, where I'm from, uh, I believe my parents were paying right around a, like a dollar, a dollar and a quarter regular, without the the grocery points. You know what though? He's He's gonna, who, you know who? You know who groceries back? There. You know He'll
0: who just, doesn't raise prices? Who's who that? stands oh, flat against it? The PPA and Bud Light and Kirkland's Crystal Clear Cutlery. <laughs> when you I ne- thought
1: you were going on. We haven't raised dues in in six
0: years. Well, we haven't done that either. Oh. We actually dropped them. But <laughs> yeah. when you need to slash prices. What better way to do it than with the fine, crystal clear cutlery uh, knife of Kirkland Signature?
1: Smooth, refreshing flavor.
0: Yeah. And when you need to water well, down well, high prices, Bud Light's your answer. Pour, pour it on those problems and they just go away.
1: It's always bruised using the choicest hops.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good point. They have the best hops. Uh, all right. We did that one. We did that one. The 15 yeah, things, take so. the 15, uh, 15 things there, Dan.
1: So this is uh, the first time we're going over it. So uh, this is the 15 things cops wish the public knew about policing. Use of force isn't pretty. Now, anytime anyone wins a fight, it, it looks bad for the loser. And uh, we always win the fight, so it always looks bad on us. So, yeah, that's, that's true. And, and most of the time, whenever a video uh, goes on the line... It's always the end. They don't ever catch what's leading up to it. Most cops will never shoot anyone. That's true. I don't know what the exact percentage numbers are, but it's most people on this department have never shot anybody. Uh, Cops will go to the extremes to avoid shooting people. That is true as well. Uh, In fact, I I just watched a video on the line about um, a guy who was running around for half an hour, pointing his guns at at uh, police officers, and uh, I don't recommend it, and putting your own safety on line for that. But they did not shoot him. Yeah, that's uh, something I would never recommend. Th- that
0: it almost potentially to the detriment of the cop that they will go so far to avoid shooting someone that they have every right under the law, under their policy, to do. And nowadays, we hear that a lot of people just because they're afraid of getting charged by a DA, an AG, um, sued, lose their job, lose their pension. Use So they're almost willing to sacrifice themselves for the safe, safety of not shooting someone, which is insane.
1: Uh, number four, the people at the top don't often have a lot of practical experience. Yeah. And this one is like, yeah. how true is this? And, and there are some exceptions, but... Uh, they spend a brief time as working cops, then they transfer to a non-enforcement environment uh, where they stay there until they get their first promotion. And, I mean, that's so true. And, I mean, most of the people at the top right now haven't even wore- put a body cam on. Yeah. And turned it on every day. I think uh, I think the last, uh, I was talking to CERT, and there was an incident at the jail and um, one of the lieutenants, uh, they want to review the body cam, and the body cam was turned on one time in a in over a year, and that was during the body cam class <laughs> that they had to turn them on. So
0: I like that that opening line, uh, but most cops who become chief sheriffs or other high-ranking officers spend most of their career paving the path to promotion. They're more concerned about getting promoted and being a high-ranking official to tell others what they're going to do rather than really learning the job and going out and doing it and then promoting. Uh, What a great—number four should be like number one if we were ranking these. That's so funny because I can point to a ton of ranked people on our agency that probably couldn't investigate their way out of a paper bag or fight their way out of the same paper bag. Um,
1: Even though they threaten us the fights all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Runs rampant at the jail. Yes. Yeah.
1: All right, uh, PTSD is a real commonplace. Um, we've had two two officers uh, commit suicide this year, so uh, that's that should probably be up in the, the number two right after number one. All right, there are a lot of stress, but the, uh, the stress does not come where you think it might. Uh, most of the stress comes from the police station, which means, uh, you know, the extremely political uh, inner inner uh, workings of the department and management intimidation.
0: How many times have you heard an officer say, I'm more afraid of the people in my own agency than I am the bad guys out on the street? Yep. You know what I mean? And yep. and, and that, is, that is directed at the folks who will just also be a part of that political machine and go after an officer just because they don't want to field calls that say, why are you defending this person?
1: And, you know, most of our officers who uh, end up in officer-involved shootings are more afraid of what comes after from Mm -hmm. the department, you know, nitpicking everything they did than, you know, the fact that somebody just tried to kill them. Yeah. So uh, there aren't all that many bigots. I mean, that goes unsaid. Some of our brothers and sisters' uh, officers often embarrass us.
0: I got a team of guys that embarrass the shit out of me. I mean, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, we got. We have a wall of shame, you know, whether it's John challenging people to fights. Um, yeah, I, th- there's just embarrassment left and right, and it's amazing we get really good, solid <laughs> I work was, done.
1: I was embarrassed. I, I went to a, uh, a political event, as you know, with uh, John a uh-huh. couple weeks ago. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it's an upscale place, nice area. And, really ritzy, and as really we're, nice. And as we're leaving... You know, he hits the elevator thing, and then he <laughs> proceeds to just shit his pants right there. And I'm just not not literally, but he <laughs> passed gas. And I'm like, I see a crowd of people coming in, you know, moving up and get behind us. And of course, I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, you guys going up and do- up or down? And we were going up, and they're like, down. And they're like, actually, no, we'll, we'll we'll ride up with you and ride down. I'm like, you don't, you might want to reconsider that. And I look at him like, what's what? The, what are what are you thinking? Well, yeah embarrassed me (laughs) all
0: right (laughs) i think he also peed all over a seat
1: (laughs) oh jesus yeah he 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 pissed all over the uh, the office uh the the (laughs) office (laughs) toilet i mean like like i go into the the toilet and when you're a guy, just kick the, kick the lid up, for God's sakes. But
0: or use the urinal. I, I mean, we I have a urinal. since
1: we've gotten sponsored by Bud Light yeah. if he was drunk and lost his balance. I don't... don't the dude just leaves, just looked like a, a freaking tidal wave came in.
0: Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All that right. Guy. Number nine. <laughs> Fucking
1: savage. <laughs> all right. It's, uh, it's number nine. Your My Favorite Police Encounter Story is Not Unique uh I'll get that
0: yeah there were,
1: uh, I'm going to put that at the last I've place.
0: never hung out with somebody that I actually hand, dealt with on a car stop or call for service and I think that's what this like most people immediately relate their most memorable contact with the police it's usually a traffic said so no no <laughs> hey remember that time it was awesome you wrote me eight tickets towed my car you're the best no yep Listen, we're gonna keep you. Just stay over there, okay? The, the top, the you're, last you're throwing this at us uh, like on the agenda the day of when we prep many days in advance.
1: The last five, or I mean, I'm gonna skip the seldom. Oh yeah. We had a becoming a cop is harder than you think. Um, yeah, you, you got to go through uh, 26 week academy. You have to uh, then go through, uh, I believe, what um, it's up to 28 weeks of field training for. For patrol right now it's like longer yeah, than the Academy like, I mean it's a year of training before you you can even get the job and I mean the the uh, entrance exam is not very hard anymore or maybe ever I passed it television does not represent law enforcement accurately uh, we got cops now we got live PD it's getting better
0: blue bloods blue bloods pretty accurate Yep, so pretty a, accurate.
1: Pretty uh, lethal action is pretty accurate. What's that?
0: So
2: there was a pretty hot guy
0: who aired on Cops as well. He on Cops? Or, he has good hair. Like, did he use a lot of product? He did. Oh, wow. Yeah. I knew a guy I need like to, that. I need to pull it up. Yeah, that would be interesting. We should do that. Like, on our next podcast, we should have the best of Metro's Cops oh. videos and, and so put it best, out
1: there. The best hair.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, I already know who's probably going to win that one, but. <laughs> Uh, overall, I have one. Yeah, I,
1: I got. I'm going to nominate someone for that. Okay, they they wanted him to to cut his hair off actually, but we stopped that and we'll bring him in actually and get you him know, for the best hair.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's fourteen? Fourteen.
1: We wish you would stop telling your children we will arrest them if they are not good.
0: Yeah, listen, as a parent, don't use backhanded threats to your kids like that. Like, just if, if you're going to do something, do something. Follow through on it. No, cops ain't going to take a kid to jail just because they're a little I, asshole.
1: I tell my kid I'm going to take him to jail if he doesn't listen or clean up his room. It, yeah, It works.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I go a different route. The, the mental warfare <laughs> is far better. The fear of what could happen is far better than what actually does happen. But, yeah, don't use that as a scapegoat. I'm going to call the cops. they are going to arrest you because at some point they're going to know you're a damn liar and they're going to call you out on it and go, hey, okay, call them.
1: Uh, Go to your room. Yeah, stupid. And then uh, you don't understand police work unless you've done the job. That's true.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just because you know someone that's a cop, just because your brother was a cop, you don't know anything about this profession. Uh, That goes out to people passing laws or advocating to change police work. You don't know. You have no idea what we do. You're totally a novice to what we do, and you refuse to even learn what we do. Uh, But just understand you're totally dumb to the situation that we, we work in.
1: All right. all right. We have a we have a question from one of our fans.
0: Yeah, so so, so JD mcfunigan's uh actually John Davenport. Does anyone know JD Mcfunigan's What? Just go
1: with it. Ah, nice. Yes. Uh so from South Dakota. It's a great state. They're uh state animals, a coyote.
0: Yeah, uh, go bison. Go bison. That's North Dakota State. That's all right. Uh so John, you asked what does the PPA do? So uh, the PPA's main function is, is uh, we are the legal defense for our officers. We negotiate their contracts. We support them and represent them in internal investigations, whether it's an officer-involved shooting, uh, just a discourtesy complaint. Um, we also go, when they get in an accident, we go represent them in accident review boards. Uh, when there's complaints filed with our civilian review board, we represent them there. Uh, we step in and help with a lot of the human resources stuff between our department and uh, our officers. And a lot of our time is spent fixing the mis um, misenforcement of our collective bargaining agreement amongst our uh, agency. We have new sergeants, lieutenants that get promoted that have never read our contract that think they can do a lot of things. And it's incumbent upon us as representatives to contact them, point them in the right direction on what the contract states, and stop actions that are being taken against our, our folks.
1: Summed it up pretty good.
0: So, that's uh that's a snapshot of of what we do, but uh you know, if you have any other questions about anything, podcast at uh lvppa.com, we'd be glad to answer it. We know we're in uh, we just cracked 4.7 million now on the ticker. Uh great show. Um but uh, uh Adela says we we have people listening in like Turkey, Italy, Frant, like if you have stuff that you're like, hey, how does it go there? You know, we're we're willing to answer it and uh, give you a, a straight answer and not kind of give you some BS answer or whatever. We'll give you the straight shot. So if you have anything, let us know. All right, we got videos. I think we went through most of them. Yeah, do you have the one that Dan?
1: Oh yeah, the, Deputy uh, trips. Yeah, it's the at the bottom.
0: One. Yeah, this is this is a good one. This is an interesting one because our department is moving to fire an officer who defended his life from a person coming at him with a knife. Um, And they're, they're moving to terminate this young man who saved his own life and did his job.
1: And the, the distances is almost the same between this. uh, Hold on, hold on.
0: ED is, is personal. Uh, We need, there's a pill Uh, for those listening. uh, Erectile dysfunction is not a joke. Take it serious. Use your health insurance, but don't be. It doesn't just affect you. See, it doesn't just affect you. It affects your partner too. Probably our next sponsor. Who was that? Was cool. huh? Hymns. Just- All right, that's not FDA approved. <laughs> we gonna, need an FDA gonna, approved. We're
1: going to need to get a sample. Ed here. <laughs> oh, Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm not. I'm not getting in business with extends or hymns. Uh, so watch this to your right. Hold on, shot him a few times, still fighting, still armed, still stabbing at him. Officers created a distance, guy has stopped advancing, he stayed down, there's no more shots fired, still has the knife in his hand, I believe.
1: Yeah, so that was in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi. They have great seafood there as well, but uh, our... Our command staff would tell you to uh, just go ahead and, and take a taser out because your your backup's right there. We actually just drove away after that. that <laughs> after, was yeah.
0: that was a huge point of contention, and we're probably looking at about five feet here between him and that guy. But you know, when when a person's advancing on you with a weapon, they'll close that distance quite fast. Um, you can't backpedal as fast as someone runs forward. You can't walk backwards as fast as someone walks forward. You can cover more ground. You can close that distance. And so. Uh, you can
1: see it. I mean, <clears throat> the guy's shot a handful yeah. of times, and he's still, still stabbing. Stabbing him and coming after him.
0: And I'll assume those shots are center mass, uh, hitting most of the vital organs if they're hitting. Uh, and that should shut him down, but it didn't. But so it's funny that Dan says that because uh, there are folks on our executive staff of our agency, same scenario as that, very close, uh, said that. You could have holstered your weapon and pulled out a taser because backup is very close. Not there, not with the lethal cover in their hand. They're close, and there was a patrol car close. Now, where the hell that person went when the person was running down the officer instead of getting out of the car and helping? I don't know, but um, that was was stated to our our officer that you could have holstered and gone to a non-lethal tool while a lethal threat is coming at you because someone's close. Um, and so, you know, we're dealing with a situation like that. That officer, uh, I believe, still on the job, no issues. Our officer is going to be terminated, uh, and we're going to fight vigorously to uh, get our officer reinstated because uh, that it's just a, a horrible precedent to set to say that because someone's mentally ill, that if they're coming at you, that uh, you may have caused the encounter because you went out on them or you went to approach them, that you caused an exigency, and therefore you forced the action to shoot them rather than you could have just let them stand there all by themselves for hours and never had to shoot them. The
1: department brings in their own subject matter experts who agreed <laughs> with uh, what the officer did, and uh, the the brass home department went, went ahead and, and ruled against what the subject matter experts uh, rep- recommended uh, because they think they could have done it better and differently.
0: Think of that statement subject matter experts said what the officer did was reasonable. Investigators who are not subject matter experts disagree with the experts and say, we don't think it's reasonable. Then what is the point of bringing in a subject matter expert if you yourself are just deemed the expert? Yep. I don't know. Uh, and we'll find that out when we when we arbitrate this case in the future for this young man because it's unfortunate he has to go through it. Uh, but uh, that's that's where we found ourselves. Uh, in this particular shooting with us. And in that one there, you see it's not as easy as just shoot them. And like TV, they just fall down or fly back 15 feet. They keep coming. And until their body says it's time to shut the lights out, uh, they'll keep advancing and doing what they were trying to do. Uh, But if anyone's listening to this and there's a lethal threat coming at you, do not holster, do not go to a less lethal option by yourself you have to wait for cover and then you can go ahead and go to that less lethal option. Um, that's, it. that's it. All right. Steve to close the show. Any final thoughts, Dan?
1: No, I think uh, we covered everything. Um, I'm excited to uh, continually uh, track the the CPI. So if anybody wants to have an update of where we're at for the year um, by January 10th, I will have the numbers for this year and we'll know uh, in January what our, our next uh, cola will be. So, uh, we can maybe put something out there. I'll write, a, write an article on it. Um, the Summer Bash went great. Our Summer Bash uh, party. We uh, we were able to give out um, what, six, six. $6 $5,000 scholarships uh, from LEAF uh, directly to uh, COPS family. Uh, COPS kids who were seniors going into their freshman year of college. And um, Looking at the numbers of donations we're getting, they're continually going down uh, every quarter. So if if you guys want to donate to a uh, worthy organization, um, instead of doing those United Way forms, go out and uh, fill out the LEAF one because it's going to directly benefit the people you work with and their families.
0: What is LEAF?
1: LEAF is the Law Enforcement Assistance uh, Fund and uh, we, we kind of um, uh, run that charity and if there's an officer who's killed in the line of duty, um, a line of duty death we will uh, take care of uh, the spouse the children their college um, their room and board we give them a uh, birthday and Christmas presents it's something that we we will use the money from there to stay in in their lives so they know a hey, um, kind of a reminder um, you know of their dad that now the department's still in their lives they're not forgotten and it's a way that we take care of our own did I miss anything
0: you and me have a problem? <laughs> huh? I'm just checking. That's what's going on nowadays. Just checking. i in um, jail. Uh, so a uh, uh, couple final thoughts for me uh, to close. So one, um, we recently lost one of our officers to battle with COVID, uh, Officer Swanger. Um, I've been on the department uh, for about seven, eight years, I believe it is. Um, There's a lot of stress on the officer's family. Is it going to be covered in the line of duty? Is it not? Um how is it different from other people that may have been covered and my my husband uh, may not be my my father and my co-worker uh, very happy to say for those listening that uh, met with sheriff Lombardo on Tuesday and a lot of a lot of back and forth conversation but in the end our officer is going to be honored and uh, his his death will be uh, declared in the line of duty at the state level I believe it's automatically inferred at the federal level from our last president, Donald Trump, getting that pushed through on COVID if someone dies in the line of duty. But um, so uh, we would be remiss if we didn't recognize officer Swanger, Um, everyone that worked around him. Crazy thing is he's only seven days younger than me. Uh, He was born actually seven days before I was. Um, And
1: seven days after.
0: Yes. Sorry. Yeah. He's younger. I'm seven days older, Uh, but kind of, Every description of him kind of reminds me of me, uh, kind of loud, joking, boisterous, nice guy, uh, would dress up as Santa for Christmas. Everyone knows me and knows I love Christmas. Um, uh, so uh, I, I, the PPA was happy to do everything they could to get that as declared an in line of duty, and we thank the sheriff for um, doing the right thing on that one. Uh, final thoughts. So a video went out to all of our members. Uh, it's on our LVPPA uh, page. If you've subscribed to it, you'd, you'd see things uh, that we post on there. A lot of it comes from David. But the, the final thought I want to leave our cops with is this. Right now in this climate, it is not the time for you to go out and be the gung-ho superhero running into uh, the, the husband beating up the wife uh, type of scenario. Our department does not look at heroes and say, thanks for what you did. They will pick you apart and they will take every action you did and say, did you pre-plan? Did you wait for other resources? Did you do this? Did you do that? Everything short of go and do your job. Uh, Our officer that's getting fired went out to do his job and is getting fired because he went out to do his job. Um, So what I'm telling you all is this. Slow down. Slow everything down. Slow down get momentum on your side, contact your sergeant, put the decisions in their laps, wait for resources, call K9, call the air unit, because if you don't go through all of those check marks and you end up in a fatal encounter, and I'm not speaking rhetorically, I'm telling you this is what happened 45 seconds before our officer stopped that guy and, and had to shoot him. A sergeant did the exact same stop, got out of his car, approached a possible subject, and while it was argued, well, it was just a possible, they didn't really think it was, well, if we don't really think it is, then we don't have reason to stop somebody. They went out and detained someone for a brief period of time and did the same thing our officer did. The only difference is our officer found the right guy. The right guy closed the distance and tried to kill our cop, and our cop defended himself. So when you're out there and your sergeant's telling you, go be gung-ho, go do this, go do that, the department will support you, they will not.
1: And there's there's a big, huge, different standard on this department. Uh, what, the, what the sergeant's trying to tell these guys to do, if, if they go do it, they're not going to get fired. Uh, they're held accountable at a far less level than our guys. If, you, if our guys do want out and do it, they're getting fired. And we see it time and time and time again. Um, we can go incident after incident where, you know, even right now, you know, we have guys up for termination and there's people who are several levels higher than them that are, are not going to have anything done to them, and, and they're the they're true cause
0: of the problem. And, and I'll say that I don't, I don't think what the sergeant did was wrong either. We're, no. the, we're the police. We go out there and we do police work. There's people that need our contact. We go out and contact them. Um, when we were looking at 1 October, 1 October we had an officer get fired because he did not go rushing up into the hotel room kicking a door down with a guy who has multiple fully automatic weapons to stop that threat. But then this officer who goes out on subject with a knife that's suicidal that called in on himself setting up a fake call to get the cops to contact him, uh, they want to fire our guy. So I, I want to be clear. I don't have an issue with what the sergeant did. I hope the sergeant realizes that he shouldn't do it either and, and everyone slow down. So slow everything down. Um, when it, when it calls for you to go be the hero, be the hero. But when you have time on your side, they are going to come after you, and they are not going to play nice with you. They are going to get rid of you. We have an attorney general that will prosecute you. We have a DA that will prosecute you. Um, and, and also, too, we've heard some comments about the legislative session. So uh, as David Roger pointed out, it's no longer probable cause to stop somebody for jaywalking. Don't try and figure out how to get around the law. These people are not playing that will prosecute you for a civil rights violation. Same as the video he put out about the civil rights case that came through about stopping a car and identifying 15 passengers in the vehicle and demanding ID. These people will come after you. They will sue you. They will sue you. They will potentially put you in prison. Slow down. If the, if the legislature, if folks up there set the rules, play within the rules. The rules right now are not favoring you going out and being gung-ho. They're favoring the criminals more than they're favoring you. And I can say that with certainty. All the conversation at this last legislative session was not about how to hold criminals more accountable, how to put criminals in jail longer, how to make crimes stiffer. It was about you all and how to change you and reform you. So while we're in that environment, slow everything down, gather resources, Get your supervisors there. Star protocol. Make sure your supervisor's aware and rolling. Don't go out on these people to try and do what you signed up to do. Go out and just wait and do what you need to do. And eventually, when the pendulum swings the other way, and we see it across the country, um, even uh, uh, Cuomo in New York, we were just reading about him saying that, you know, crime's getting out of control. It's your fault. Yep. It's your fault. You politicians need to look at yourself. And when you're living in your half million dollar homes, away from the real problems in the in the cities you occupy, it's your fault. When your constituents go, "Hey, why is crime up?" It's your fault. Don't blame the police. Blame you. Blame you for letting criminals out on the streets. So, uh, if anything to any of my folks, and this goes across the country, everywhere, slow down. New York, New York just uh, overcame a ruling that uh, you could not put pressure on the diaphragm of an in-custody subject because it could kill them, reduce their breathing. They overturned that. I think it's just a brief overturnment because it said you didn't really define it well enough. Um, but if they say don't put a knee on someone, don't do it. Don't figure out a way around it. Don't do it because you're going to end up in prison. And for what? To get an arrest, to get some dope off the street, to get a, a burglar off the it's not worth it. You and your family counting you coming home every night and continue to get your paycheck and bring home health insurance and have that pension, if you give it all up because you wanted to get crazy with a jaywalker, if that's what you're into, go ahead. If not, slow everything down. And for our folks, when you need us, call us. When you have questions, call us. you have legal questions, call David, email David. We'll get you the answers. You know we don't steer you wrong. Uh, Last uh, episode, I said I'd have a soundboard. I don't have a soundboard yet. Adela has dropped the ball once again. Um, there's a lot of good things we could have been hitting the soundboard on, but she screwed us. So sorry to our our viewers. Uh, Mr. Davenport, appreciate the question. And if you've got nothing else, Dan, Steve's got nothing else. Uh, Love you all in law enforcement and uh, everyone that listens to the show. Appreciate you. And we'll see you on Episode 9.
1: See you next time.